This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by Marabella, Kincaid, Frederick, and Marabella, serving Chicagoland communities for more than 70 years. Hello and welcome to Dana Being Dana. I'm Dana Michelle and I'm thrilled you're with us. My show is about all different aspects of the human connection, things that bring us together and living life intentionally. There's nothing better than love. After all, they say it's what makes the world go round. Our culture is obsessed with love. From movies to love songs, there is such a focus on finding great love. Yet for many, successfully doing this remains elusive time and time again. Joining me today are three couples who are winning at this love game. Elliot and Dawn have been married for 32 years. Lynn and Ingrid have been married for four years. And Ryan and Jordan will be married in September of 2022. So Elliot, where did the two of you meet? Dawn and I met at work. Uh, first time was the interview for the job that brought me to Illinois. So in Mary Aurora, Illinois. Ingrid? We actually met through mutual friends. So my best friend is his best friend's wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ryan? Uh, we met it at work uh, 2014. So again, got a few years now. But uh, yeah, it was at Orange Theory Fitness in Naperville. Uh, she was actually in taking class and I was there kind of learning how to coach, learning to start the position. And I was like, oh, who's that? And uh, yeah, it was kind of one of those fun love at first sight sort of situations. She was hired. So, <laughs> that's it. Tell me about your most memorable date. For mm. us, I'm going to have to say it was the very first date. We had known each other, but never dated while we worked together. And one night, Elliot asked me to dinner. We went to dinner and that was it. I think with me, it, it's so many, but um, my wife uh, was traveling a lot when I met her and um, she would do these um, interviews and things like that in different cities and we would make a, a, a date out of it. I, we'd go out and she'd work and when she was done working, we, we, we'd go out, have dinner and make a night of it. Nice. So uh, pre-COVID, Ryan and I decided to try to make a new tradition every holiday season. Um, and so when we first started dating, we decided that we wanted to do like a downtown weekend right around the holidays. It was, you know, it's, um, it's magical, Chicago at Christmas. And mm -hmm. so um, we booked a hotel, we went to the symphony, um, mm -hmm. ended up much later on at Cindy's rooftop with that beautiful view over the lake. Um, and we tried to do that for a couple of years. Unfortunately, COVID got in the way of things, but I think we're going to try to make it uh, happen again. So I think this pandemic makes a lot of people not so great when it comes to love and relationships. Can you tell us what makes your relationship or marriage work? Well, we actually got married one year prior to the pandemic. And so we quickly figured out during the time of being at home all the time, together, newly married, blended family, <laughs> that it was gonna take a lot of patience, communication, but we just, we just like each other. That's and amazing. so it wasn't tough for us getting through the pandemic and not having to be you know, able to be around other people because we just kind of like hanging out together. It was an extension of why we fell in love in the beginning. So it wasn't too tough for us. Good. Well, that's or what I, for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. We genuinely like each other. And that's what makes the marriage work. 
Because there are some tough times that you go through. And if you don't like each other on a basic level, it's going to be tough to get through some things. What's your favorite thing um, that you learned about your partner in the pandemic? Sheltering in place, being together all the time. What's something that you've learned about about your spouse or significant other? One one thing I got to see, because, again, Dawn wasn't going out and doing business development. So... She gets stuff done. She is, is focused and driven, and I look like I'm wandering around compared to her. It's a little embarrassing. How did you know that he or she was the one? Uh, very similar to some of the previous questions, I stayed home. Uh, Jordan worked. So uh, at the time, you know, we didn't have a dog. Uh, it was the one thing that I knew at the end of the day coming home that I could look forward to every day. And of course, sometimes, you know, an argument or having a bad day, and but it, it didn't really matter because uh, I knew kind of at the end of the day after everything that had been going on, the uncertainty, just the overall anxiety, uh, at the end of the day, she was gonna come home and that was just really gonna brighten my day. So I, I, I knew actually because of COVID. Wow. We met kind of close to my birthday. And so she really didn't know me that well she knew I had four daughters, and she contacted all my daughters and said, hey, I'm not, I know you don't know me that well, but I'm having something for your dad at this place, and everybody came. It was wonderful. That, that was, was it for beautiful. me. So for, for us, for me, I was, I was dating around, um, and I kept finding myself going back to Dawn more and more. And then finally, one time I said, can I actually just come over and read? Because, right, that, that's a very solitary pastime, but I still wanted to be with her. <laughs> and that was kind of, kind of it. You all are so sweet. I think I knew when uh, blending families is tough. Hmm. He mentioned he had four daughters or has four daughters. I have a son. But I knew he was absolutely the one when I could call him and he would calm me down you know, with my ex and my son's father, and he would say, it's going to be okay. You just just calm down. He was like my calmness because I'm like, I, I'm going crazy. Yes. And he just calmed me in that particular situation. And even now, he's just, he's, he's the communicator. Um, I, I think my ex-husband likes him more than he likes me. <laughs> and, and I'm totally fine with that. I love their relationship. Yeah. And so that's been comforting for me. And that just reaffirms that I married the right person. Oh, that's so nice. What's your love language? Ryan, can we start with you? Absolutely. Uh, physical touch. Jordan? Mine's definitely acts of service. Lynn? Acts of service, 100. Ingrid? Mine's evolved from gifts to acts of service. Elliot? I'm verbal. Words, yeah. Dawn? Acts of service. Nice. I think it's so important to know, you know, who you are and how you love, um, and then knowing obviously the the love language of your mate. Um, Lynn and Ingrid, you two have found love again. Tell us, tell us more about that. I think it's so important for the second time around. What makes that so much sweeter? Oh man, I I, I can go on about this. Um, <laughs> I, I I think the. The, the choice, making the right choice. I knew, like I said, I knew instantly um, well, when I met her, uh, 
she was the one. There, there's an 11 year gap. She, she's way mature, you know, than her age. She's not older. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I love that word, uh-huh. mature. Uh-huh. She's, 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 she's mature, she's super smart. And mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I've always knew I was gonna marry somebody smarter than me, which probably wasn't kind of easy. That's smart of you, that's right. <laughs> so she's, she's super smart and kind, you know, and giving. So, I mean, the second time around is, has been very easy with me, with her. I'm just smarter in my <laughs> choices, in my expectations. Like, I went into this marriage with really more expectations of myself than of my mate. And I think that's the biggest lesson that I learned. I think I had more expectations on the other person to kind of transform and change to the way I needed them to be versus accepting them for who they were and trying to compliment that. So me just being able to be myself and just be present has, it, it's been great the second time around. Now, Ryan and Jordan, you two got engaged during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, funny joke about that is that I would see our other friends get like engaged or married or whatever, and he would be like, oh, that sucks. And so so, I like, I had no idea it was coming, but, um, but to be honest, you know, I, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, it was a really, um, it was a really dark time, I think for the whole world. Um, I'm trying to put myself back in those early months and, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty. Um, and I think for us, you know, we, we've had to be creative and find new ways to, um, to date, right? Because there was a time period where we couldn't go out. So we had to kind of get creative and find new things that we could enjoy together. Um, And so my point is that we didn't really let the pandemic stop us. And so um, for us, I know for our family, us getting engaged was um, something really positive to hang on to in a really, um, a really uncertain time and stressful time. Right. I didn't, I didn't think twice about it. Um, of course you have to make certain considerations or you can't go to a certain place or this capacity is limited. Um, and when I started organizing like my thoughts, it it was an afterthought of trying to figure out like, Oh, I'm going to do this or what, what happens here? You have to be able to push forward. Right. And it's something where if you can persevere and you can focus on what's in front of you, despite what was going on, I knew it was going to be successful. Awesome. We are looking forward to the future and we're gonna take a quick break and have more discussion about love. Don't go away, we'll be right back. In serving Illinois for seven decades, Mirabella Kincaid Frederick and Mirabella has earned its reputation as an experienced and skilled law firm that puts its clients first. We provide trusted counsel and tireless dedication to achieve favorable outcomes and reduce the stress and costs that often come with complicated legal matters. Our adept attorneys represent clients in divorce, family law, sexual harassment, employment discrimination, school law, civil litigation, and criminal defense. While we handle high profile cases, Every client who walks through our door can expect the same diligent care and attention to detail. MKFM Law has served counties including DuPage, Kane, Will, and Kendall since 1949. That longevity is only possible with the elite level of commitment we show our clients every day. 
Call or visit us online for a free consultation. Stay in the know at home or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. Welcome back to Dana Being Dana, where we are talking all about love. Elliot and Dawn, you two work together. Mm-hmm. How do you work well together? Well, we work well together because we both have different strengths. Elliot handles the operations, I handle sales and marketing, and for the most part, we stay in our lanes, right? We become, um, we know that we can trust each other mm-hmm. in whatever, whatever area the other is working in. Sometimes there's some swerving that goes, but then the you kind of <laughs> take a step back, oh, right, okay, you've got this, that's your area, I'm going to let you handle it. That's great. I think conflict resolution is so important. How do you navigate conflict effectively? I think the biggest thing is communication. Of course, that might sound a little cliche, right? Like everybody, communication, but it is. And I think the biggest thing too is respect for your partner, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so, you know, knowing when to walk away, knowing um, not to hit below the belt, right? And say Mm -hmm. things that you can't unsay. Um, at the end of the day, this is the person that you're supposed to do life with, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, that relationship, I think it it has to be sacred, you know? Sometimes you want to have that heated discussion or that battle Mm -hmm. or you want to, I was right. And sometimes when things are super emotionally charged or Mm -hmm. it is something that is, it's, it's not going to be successful if you try to just hash it out right then and there. Mm -hmm. So. Mutual I, respect is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said that, that was that. That's it. Yeah. Because everyone uh, resolves conflict differently, mm-hmm. and we hear things differently. And so, just respecting, like I handle it, like I need a minute, maybe mm-hmm. an hour, maybe a half a day, <laughs> <laughs> and he's over it in like fifteen seconds. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how are you over it? Then that makes you, know, you mad. And, 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 and then I'm mad all over again. Yeah. <laughs> But he respects that I need time and I have to respect that he doesn't need time. Mm-hmm. And it's just been finding that balance, but it, it, it's been working. How are you and your mate alike and how are you different? We both give. We love doing things for our family and for our friends and for each other to a point that we're like, okay, stop. Like we're, we've given enough. But I think where we're different is he likes to keep giving and I'm like, stop. (laughs) And so it's so funny because the thing that we love the most about each other are sometimes the things that can cause conflict. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's striking that balance and and where can we still maintain that respect for the difference, but but the love for the the, the commonality. Yeah, I agree. I I think she knows me so well. most people will say I'm, I'm, I'm kind. That's one of my biggest, biggest, almost maybe some people say, dude, you're, you're too kind. Yeah. And she, she knows, um, she knows when to tell, oh, well, to be aware of when it's the kind will run out and then I'll go from zero to a hundred. But oh, she'll, yeah, kind but, and generous, turn up yeah, the yeah, music. Yeah. So she, <laughs> but the, the, the kindness is, it's, it's huge and she, and she's aware and she knows, and she knows me well. We were really good friends before we started dating. Um, we both are into fitness. 
eating, cooking healthy, also eating and cooking unhealthy. <laughs> um, you know, so those are some of the basic things. I would say where we're different is that um, I'm a big introvert. And so I need my downtime. Like I need my time and my space to recharge. And he is the exact opposite. He's the biggest extrovert. So he would just want to go and be out and with people and like do things all the time. And like, I was actually kind of happy during the pandemic because I was like, I get to stay home and like, <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable. It's cool, you know? So that would be it. Yeah, I think for us, we have a lot of similar interests. Do you like to read? We do like to read, sometimes <laughs> together, sometimes apart. Um, but yeah, and, and, but at the same time, we know that we're individuals. And so we allow each other to go do other things that maybe I'm not interested in doing or he's not. And I think that's important too as a couple. Even though you're together, you're still two individual people and you need to allow the other person to have a hobby or something that they're interested in and allow them to do that. You two have been married again for, for 32 years. You two have been married, remarried um, now for four years with a blended family. The two of you are getting married soon. What advice do you have for couples who are similarly situated to you, but who are struggling? I think a lot of people have been stretched very thin in this pandemic and the times we're in. What advice would you give them to help them make it through? I, th I think um, you have to remember that at one point you liked this person. And, and sometimes in the day-to-day -day and, and the hectic things that are going on, that gets lost. And that leads to conversations, like you said, where, where someone hits below the belt. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, why would, you, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. And you gotta roll it back. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, I agree. Um, think about what's, you're going to say to your mate, to your wife, with or fiance, think about what you're going to say. Something you might say might be hard to reel back. So be very, very careful on how you respond to her. You tell them to be kind, aren't you? Be kind. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I have a different, I just have a different view on, you know, sharing information about your marriage, but you want to create a safe space mm -hmm. um, you need an outlet like I need an outlet and, and not a venting outlet but um, a couple people that have been where you are or or are in the same place and you can share with them like it's nothing worse than going through something alone and you don't feel like you can talk to someone mm -hmm. and in a trusted place right you don't want you know to air your dirty laundry but at the same time you need someone to talk to so find a person that you can share mm -hmm. some of your concerns with and kind of just talk through it so that you don't have to say some things that you will regret later. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have had transitions during this pandemic as well, um, whether they've been divorced, or widowed, or separated from a relationship. Um, what advice do you have for single people? <laughs> <laughs> be available, be, av be open, um, be open and not put so much pressure on being single, but just enjoying life, completing yourself mm -hmm. before you can go out and meet. No, nothing worse than having two broken people meet. That mm -hmm. part. The relationship is doomed from the start. But just work on you. I know that sounds cliche. So I'm just going to work on me. But that is the truth. Like the create the best version of yourself at that moment 
and then meet someone else that's also trying to do the same thing and, and it'll work, but you gotta be open. Yeah, I think along those lines, be flexible, right? Because you're gonna meet somebody, you're not gonna be exactly the like, alike or like to do the same thing. So be open to having them show you something that they're interested in. Yeah, I, I like the be open part um, and, and, and be honest, right? Mm -hmm. uh, th this, this is who I really am, not I'm putting my best foot forward because it's a date, because otherwise you're just, you're gonna have to maintain that forever yeah, and, yeah. and then that, that doesn't work. That representative mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. goes away quickly. Yes. <laughs> I just thought about one thing is these, like throw away the list, Yeah. right? We all had this list in our 20s and 30s, yeah. now I'm dating All the myself. check boxes. <laughs> all the check, Disney. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. throw away the list. Yep. Like I never thought that I would be with this man, but this man is what I needed. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not what I wanted, it's, it's mm -hmm. what I needed. And so I had to be open to that. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. I think I would just add too to, you know, and it goes with openness, but vulnerability, you know, recognizing that, especially if you've been hurt, which we all have, mm -hmm. um, it's scary to put yourself out there again, you know, but you can't make a meaningful connection with somebody without that. And the other thing I would add is just to have fun, mm -hmm. you know, focus on being in the moment. Dating is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be exciting, right? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say that. You guys are like the best wingmen and wing <laughs> wingmen ever. Variety. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot and Dawn, what advice do you have for these couples? Um, so they can get to 32 years. <laughs> yes. Well, work. I think they've yeah. already touched on it and I think they'll do okay because, it, and it sounds simple, but be nice, right? I mean, we've been together a long time, but we still once in a while remember to say, oh, you look nice today, right? You can kind mm. of fall out of that yes, yeah. niceness mm -hmm. um, because you've been together for so long, but it's yeah. so important. Yeah, a thank you. A thank you. thank you. You, you wouldn't hesitate to do that at work, but yeah, yeah. you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, Why do it with you? You just right. expect um, it, right, yeah. You know, we, we also had an attitude of when we got together, and it was just us, that, that we were building a life together. Mm. And, and we were, were both had all, all hands on the rope and we're pulling in the same direction. That's good. Ingrid and That's Lynn, good. what um, advice do you have for blended families? Oh, I'd say uh, communication. We sat down with both parties beforehand and said, hey, this is, you know, we got one goal and the, the goal is our, our, our kids. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter if, it, you know, you don't like me, you know, you, I don't like you, that part is out. I'm going to respect you for, I'm, I expect you to respect me and we, we go from there. So the respect, you know, I think is what made it work with the blended family, you know, I, I'm, I'm with um, my stepson more than he is with his own dad, mm. but he knows that I'm I'm here and I'm I'm, I'm the bonus dad. Mm. I never take you know his real father away from him. He knows I'm the bonus dad. He loves me just like I love him. But he he actually he really really knows the difference between me and and his dad. That's great, Ryan and Jordan. Last question: uh, What do you two want to ask these couples? Uh, I, I think the, the whiteboard Sharpie word of the day is communication, yeah. um, which, I mean, it's been tremendous to actually now hear that. But, uh, you know, after 32 years, I hope it's not a cliche word, and, but, you know, what, what really makes that work? I think it's, a, you know, being nice to each other, trust, 
You know, in the beginning, sometimes it's hard to trust that other person, especially if you've had mm-hmm. bad relationships mm-hmm. in the past. But you need to build on that, right? And make sure that you can communicate and build on that. And you know, the other thing, I think that we both make each other better people in different areas, right? And I think that's important for you to step back and say, does this person really make me a better person? Is it somebody that I wanna be with, meaning me, right? And I think that's important. Yeah, Yeah. I I think respect, Mm -hmm. uh, I'll go to the cliche, right? She's not my mother. She's not there to clean up after me, and and I'm not a project. I'm I'm a grown man. I, I had an apartment and a car and furniture and clean underwear. You know, I was complete. <laughs> and it's like, don't take me in thinking you're gonna fix me. Mm-hmm. That's good. So it sounds right. like you guys, you know, you have you know your roles. You know, um, I guess my question would be. You know, after a lot of time together, um, how do you keep it fun? How do you keep it exciting? Um, oh, well, it starts if you're big fun. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we go and we do stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we could, never yeah. got mired in so much to lose sight of that. There's, there's kids and there's work and there's family. And we're going to go watch this movie together. Yeah. And sometimes you have to put the effort in, mm-hmm. right? You might be exhausted, mm-hmm. but, you know, let's just take a few minutes to, you know, read or watch a movie or just time sure. together to remember why you got together to begin with, especially mm-hmm. if you're having kids, right? They they take a lot of time and energy, but at some point you're going to be just the two of you again. You need to make sure you have that strong base yeah. to begin and I, with. And I think just to know your role, like mm-hmm. I've, I'm the planner mm-hmm. and I'm okay. I'm the risk taker. Mm-hmm. I'm the planner. Um, he's fun. People don't think he's fun, but he's fun. <laughs> but, and I used to kind of get frustrated with it. Like, I'm always the one planning, but mm-hmm. now I accept that yeah. because yeah. that's a part of what I do for the marriage. Mm-hmm. He's always on board. He mm-hmm. never says no. Mm-hmm. Like he always says yes, but just somebody has to take ownership yeah. of the mm-hmm. fun part of mm-hmm. the relationship and not get frustrated and just do it. Yeah. Because the other person will definitely enjoy it. Yeah. So keep yeah. dating. Keep yeah. dating. Yeah. 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 Think, yeah. Dating. Yeah. 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 I took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. I was going to say, Zach, I never yeah. stop dating. Yeah. That date night, that Tuesday, that whatever night that is, mm-hmm. never stop it. Yeah. Never stop dating. Never stop dating. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. If all relationships fail but one, how do you know when it's the real thing? If you are married or in a serious relationship, I hope that you have the love that fills you up and that you never stop dating. If you are still searching for the one, I hope that you are open to the process and the possibilities. Remember, courage is rewarded. Thank you to Mirabella, Kincaid, Frederick and Mirabella, serving Chicagoland communities for more than 70 years. Hopefully you've been entertained, if not encouraged or inspired. I do not promise to be an expert, nor do I have all the answers. I'm just Dana, being Dana. See you next time. This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by Marabella, Kincaid, Frederick, and Marabella, serving Chicagoland communities for more than 70 years.